I mean, Big Sam said. Yeah, I know what he said, and and uh, you know, I don't think he meant. Him. I don't think he meant anything like mal- like malice towards. I think Big he's Sam being serious is a guy that I mean, you've seen the the clip. I, I forgot who they were against, like Swansea, whatever team he was with, was against Swansea, and he laughed at the guy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he's a troll. No, that's what Big Sam not. does, mate. mate no, no, Big Sam is cheeky. I see what he's saying though, and I, I hate to say it, but. Arsenal are like relegation. Like this is something to consider now. Okay. Like honestly, at okay. what point do you consider them relegation? Uh, if they get through the four games after Chelsea without getting the requisite amount of points, they should get. After they play Chelsea, they play four teams that they should easily beat. Okay, and then we'll see. I think. I mean, if they don't get through that test. I don't look at the past games. I'm talking about the four after Chelsea. If they don't get past that. Then yes, but um, that's you know that's insulting. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here and listen to it, bro. Let's you go just to the next lost match. To Burnley. Let's go to the next match. Let's go to the next match before I lose my fucking mind. Uh, I'm <laughs> it, already mad about my microphone. So let's go that to insulting. It's yeah, it is. It's fucking insulting. Don't, you know, don't bring it up. Let's go to the next match. On today's footy corner, Tottenham stumble at home as Sandstrom does not play, dropping Spurs to sixth. Chris John Ghazi shows up and scores a brace, as Arian Sam and I predicted in Villa's drubbing of West Brom in Big Sam's debut. Liverpool put up a touchdown on Palace. Man United do the same to Leeds with a parky missed extra point, and Arsenal lose again. Along with typical predictions, comments, not sleep, and gambling corner. Next. Back on the footy corner with a broken microphone. Arine, how's everything going? Things good. Um, our mic is broken, I think. But here we are, back on the old school laptop recording. Yeah. Um, it's fucking windy outside, and it's one forty-six in the morning. It is. But we're fucking trooping it out, and we got nachos coming. Thought that would lift us up a little bit. But let's fucking go. It's Christmas Eve officially. That's true. So happy Christmas Eve, if that's a fucking thing, right? Is it not? I don't know. I don't know. This is where the big dinner happens, right? Is it Christmas dinner or is it Christmas Eve? Everyone does it differently. I don't know. I'm not at liberty to answer that. All you right. guys all tell us. Well, everyone tell us what you do at the Footy Corner 2 on Twitter, uh, what traditions you normally do, what you're doing this year. <laughs> My man's got the Darth Maul eyes right now. You look like you went through World War Two. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long couple days, man. Long couple days. Well, tis the season to uh, I gotta, pop up. I got to get rest. Get so. that fireplace going and just chill with the fam. But anyway, this is a soccer podcast, right? Yes, it is. Okay, so let's, let's fucking jump into it. Should we? Well, I mean, what's going on with you? Are you done with school? Yeah, the grades are in. Okay, well, it's done. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Did some last second Christmas shopping today. Doctor's appointment. All that haircut, a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just decrepit. You know, all this technology just breaking down on me. Actually, people don't know. Before our last episode, my computer cracked out when we went to Zoom with Sam. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And then now this with the microphone, and so I'm just like, tw- in eight days or seven days now from this recording, when 2020 ends, I will, I will be very happy. Not not a not a very good. So, I mean, there are good things in it, but 
but overall, pretty shit year, yeah. So today was NBA opening day as well. And oh do you want to know how many minutes of this I watched? Zero. The Bulls? I'm absolutely uninterested in the NBA at the moment. Yeah. No, I'm more excited about hockey starting up in a month. Maybe I'll get interest in the NBA when things start to get a little bit competitive. But Yeah. I made the mistake of putting the Bulls on, not forgetting that that falls under the umbrella of team I root for. So, yes. um, yeah, they were losing by 40 at one point. Oh, was like, fuck. <laughs> They're so at home. Like, yeah. Not that that really fucking yeah, matters well, anymore, right? Yeah, they were losing by 40 at one point. I was like, all right. So the Bears won on Sunday, right? With the Bears oh, winning and Purdue winning, I was like, I think I've used all my good karma for the week. So if anyone roots for a team that I root for, I apologize in advance. Uh, yeah, Bulls losing by 40 today. Purdue had a rough one against Iowa yesterday. Got, and then Arsenal got <clears throat> dick, dick bumped by Man City. Well, I got some money. I got to wear my – yeah, I did. I got to wear some – that good energy sweatshirt because it's a good luck sweatshirt we need for that. betting. Yes, please. Just Remember? wear that. It might work, and it works for sports. No, I need it. We need it for the Bears because I want the Bears to get in so bad and just prove these fucking doubters wrong. You know what I mean? Weren't you a doubter though? Were were you not Uh, a doubter at one point? But I'm everyone a doubter. Here's the difference. No, I'm talking about the fans. The Bears fans, like we're Bears fans. We we have. I don't mind if fellow Bears fans like, goddamn, we're shit. Like you know what I mean? But then if someone else from left field that's not a Bears fan. Says something bad about the Bears, then I have a problem with it. But we were until maybe two, three weeks ago when they put Mitch back in. Look, we're not going to get too deep. All right, into yeah, this. let's get to sorry. Is that yeah? But but wear the good energy shirt. That's when <laughs> we shirt. Shout out Dansby Swanson. Okay, Atlanta we, Braves. That's actually when we have our next recording. What the Bears game? No, no. After I mean, it'll be <laughs> after. It'll be Sunday though, because because Premier League's coming up. We got Boxing Day matches. I have a question for you. Yeah, is New Year's canceled and New Year's Eve celebrations canceled? I think you could have a small gathering with like two, three people, four people, five. I don't know. You can't do like a massive one. What do you mean? What kind of what kind of party were you gonna do, mate? I don't know. Like, it's not the typical. Hey, let's go to a fancy place. Let's go to someone's house or place or, or club if that's what people still do. You know, still do. That's eight. that's that's where I would like to be on New Year's, ideally. But that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I've always done the dinner with the house party kind of thing, but the house party thing probably won't happen. The dinner probably won't happen. It'll probably be like a few people gathering. I don't know. That's totally understandable. For me, this is going to sound bad. I just, you know, I just want to be where the... uh, Well, we have plenty of chances to tell people what we're going to do. We have two more recordings before the new year, believe it or not. And we're on December 24th. It's bananas. Yeah. Anyway, back... Okay, let's, let's go to the games. Okay. Uh, shall we? Do you, did your also? If you guys haven't listened to the last episode, it was great. We had Bar, uh, Barstool Sam on, so listen to that. But let's fucking go. Yeah, Sam's Army. Listen to that podcast. What? A, okay, they actually already released an episode. So yeah, we're behind. And and I'm gonna say this like on air. Like obviously, you know, people can be different on and off air. He's like an awesome fucking guy off yeah. off the fucking recording too. So let's just put that out there. I also noticed your propensity to say "fuck" rose greatly. I think when you get excited, you say it a lot more. Well, also, I just listened to Kirby Doc's um, Spit and Chicklets interview. He was just on it. And Did he just say that for a lot? Yeah, remember he set the record last time? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So well, we'll see. I know it's a two hour something. That's tough to follow. No, I just listened to like, his interview. All right, yeah. So before like we become 15 that, minutes. we'll jump into Tottenham Leicester. We are, we're all really high on Tottenham if you listen to the last episode. They lose 2 0, Vardy penalty, and an Alderville own goal. Uh, Leicester's now. In the, let's start. Let's start with Leicester first, real quick. Leicester's now in the top two; they're in second. Uh, 
for the second year in a row. And that's the first time ever in their history. Um, they did it in a way that I think it was key. Scoring first, getting that first goal really put Spurs on the back foot. Spurs had more possession than Leicester in this game, but that usually doesn't mean well for Spurs. So what's your take on how Brendan Rodgers approached this game? Do you credit him with the win? Do you credit how the players came out and played? Um, I think I think Liverpool is just – or not Liverpool. Tottenham's just kind of on a dry spell right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Leicester's a tough team to take down, man. They, they show up against top teams, especially Jamie Vardy. I think there's that wild stat out there that all he does is just kill top teams, mm-hmm. right, with goals, and he – did he get two this game? No, he had one. Well, one. the second one was the own goal that he... We had this discussion. And I want to hear that... This is this brings up another good point. So if a, if a player... Let's say he shoots the ball, right? And it deflects off a defenseman on the other team and goes in. Do you think that should still be an own goal? Or do you think the player that caused the goal with the initial shot should be credited with the goal? I, mean, I think that's harsh to call it an own goal. I think it's just cut and dry in that their determination is if the ball was not going to be on target... And it's redirected in. They give the old goal. But, what but if it was, if it was, was on target? target, they usually don't call the old goal. Oh, okay. So Jamie Vardy's was given because they must have thought the trajectory was going to go across the goal face. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. I, yeah. I mean, I we'll see. Whatever. Who gives a shit? But I'm going to say Jamie Vardy scored twice. Okay. Jamie Vardy masterclass against the top club. Do I think they'll stay there? No. Brendan Rodgers is their manager. I've been a Liverpool fan through the Rodgers era. Um. This is Leicester's peak. They'll not. They're not going to stay there because United has a game in hand, and they'll. They'll surely they'll pass up Leicester. Okay. Um, but yeah, great game by them. Tottenham needs to turn this shit around if they want to have a chance, and they have to do it ASAP because Liverpool just scored seven goals and they're rolling. We'll talk about that maybe. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't a significant game, but this was shocking from Tottenham, especially because I guess they were at home. Yeah, I mean, for me in this game, speaking of Leicester, real quick. I, I do give credit. I think Brendan Rodgers came with the right strategy to play against Tottenham in that he he was able to get ahead. If you get that first goal on Tottenham, they're in trouble, especially with uh. Mourinho's tactics, right? You have to think about – and here's the other stat that I have here for you. This is the first time in 20 Premier League games that Tottenham have given up – have gone into half trailing, I should say. Yeah. And the last time was one nothing against Sheffield back in July. And I think that was the key. And actually – I think Leicester caught a break. It was really a terrible error by Serge Aurier, who who, had, boy. who should not have pushed. I can't remember which which Leicester player it was on the outside part of the box. It went to VAR right before halftime, and with the last kick of halftime, Vardy got that pen. Yeah, he did. And I think if Serge Aurier hadn't caused that foul, then Spurs wouldn't have had to come out and, and try to take the impetus and attack, right? They usually like to sit back and counter, which they did in the first half. They had three, four counterattacks in the first half that they'll normally finish. And on days that they're off like that, well, that's when you know that they're in trouble, right? Because if they don't do that, they get scored on first. The other team sits back. Yeah. Right? Brendan Rodgers sat back. Lester got that second goal off a, off a counter. They even had another one that got called back. Madison scored one that VAR called back that very questionable. Could have been a third goal. I think it was a deserved win for Lester. But I don't think if you're a Tottenham fan, you should be too worried because – I thought they played very well for the first half. They did their tactics. They did Mourinho ball. They had three or four counters. Just, just couldn't get that last finish. And I think Serge Aurier needs to be benched, mate. Serge Aurier needs to be benched for Doherty. We talked about it last week a bit, or last episode. I'm surprised they're not starting Doherty more. Yeah. Um, 
he was playing well. He was playing really well, so I agree with you on that. All right, and we'll see how Spurs do from here out. But I will say this to the to the Spurs fans listening: it is weird because I'm an Arsenal fan saying this. I think they played fine. They'll be okay. This to, to me, this showed nothing of them cracking or breaking. It just was. Ra makes a huge error. They they're they're on the back foot then. So they're a team that if you're playing them, you really have to try to get get ahead, and then and then you know. So we'll see what happens. We will, uh, yeah. But but yeah. So there's that match. It's a wild game, yeah. But we'll talk about another team that's ahead of Leicester in first place. Palace 0, Liverpool 7. Uh, Minnie Mouse scored for you guys. Mane, Henderson, Firmino had 2. Salah had 2. You know, uh, I think... Yeah, I'll go on. I was going to say this is the first time ever that Crystal Palace has conceded 7 goals at home. It's the first time that Liverpool has won away by 7 goals. And yeah. it's the first time that they've won by 7 overall since September of 1989 in a 9-0 win against Crystal Palace. Okay. So, does this make up for Chris Temple? Okay, no, it does not. But that's in the past, in the rear, rear mirror, mirror, like a bad ex. But you don't think that this drubbing of them, you've just smacked them around. That's fine. I mean, I don't have any qualms with Crystal Palace anymore. It's, that's, it's okay. happened so long ago. How many right. years ago was that? Five? It was like four or five years ago, yeah. Yeah, six maybe. But that's over with, thank God. But, you know, I'd like to focus more on Crystal Palace and Liverpool. Because Liverpool... You expected them to win this game, you know? Okay, yeah. Palace, what's your what's your opinion on that? Do you think they're just going to stick mid-table? Like, I think, did we both have them getting relegated? Because we were like, well, Wolf Zaha can only do so much. And um, who's their manager that's fucking Roy amazing? Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson was, he's still there, right? Yeah. So, are they just going to stay in where they're at right now? Which right now they're in like 13th. Do you see them... Yeah, I mean, I I think Roy Hodgson got a lot out of them earlier in the year. Jordan Ayew was was clicking. Eberiche Eze, I know you like to make fun of him, but he clicks with Zaha real well. Now, here's the problem. If Zaha gets upset and leaves, or if he's on the verge of leaving, I think that's going to hurt Palace. But I think you'll see Palace, what are they at? You said 12th, 13th right now? Yeah. I think you'll see them anywhere this season between 12 and 16. I mean, I don't think they'll be better than that. Yeah, I think they have the... The good attackers, the good wingers, but I don't think they have the right engine room for that, so to speak. Engine room. I don't think okay. Milivojevic is, is turning heads, I mean, aside from... You were big on him because he took the pens. Well, okay, he's a good pen taker. That's about it. That's all he is. By the way, we're not sponsored by them, but Taco Bell. <laughs> we just had some Taco Bell, so we're a little rejuvenated right now. Yeah. Late night stuff, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I know you wanted to talk more on Crystal Pass. What I mean, I guess was your feeling on their finishing this season. I guess we don't talk about them a lot. Yeah, Here's no, their chance after, I'm be real after, getting, their, after getting ship pumped 7-0. Now we're going to talk about them. i got to watch them more because obviously there's more to them if they're in 13th place. They're higher than than Arsenal. Yeah. And and Leeds. Yeah, well, Leeds, we'll get to them in a bit too. Right. But I'm saying there's got to be more to them than just Wolf Zot. Was Wolf? No, he wasn't. He wasn't playing in the game, was he? Yeah, Wolf Saha's been back. That's what I'm saying. I don't even notice Wolf Saha anymore. You did you not notice him, or did you not wake up for the game? I did not wake up. For the game. <laughs> so how can you say you didn't? It was notice a six a.m. game, bro. I'm fucking but, sleeping but in the you, winter. You can't come up here and be like, I didn't even notice Wolf Saha in this game. I didn't. In the highlights, it's either because <laughs> they didn't score. Well, maybe you should score. Okay, there we go. But but I, I did want to say before we moved on from this. And I, and I know you said, well, Liverpool won not much to talk about. But, you know, how scary is it that a guy like Mo Salah starts from the bench, 
only plays 30 minutes and can contribute two goals and an assist. I mean, I had him on my fantasy team. He's my captain. And I was like, oh, no, they're benching him. And then when they brought him on, it was even worse because I'm like, oh, no, he's only going to get one point for playing 30 minutes. And I didn't think they'd score anymore after being so far ahead. But how much of a luxury is that right now for them? You know, especially going into this period where you play about three matches in seven, eight days. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's huge. But I also think it's um, – it's you got to credit Klopp for that too because I think every player knows how, how they're playing. So you can insert any player off the bench and they'll kind of dominate like that. I mean, just just because usually when players come in, they gotta feel how the game's you know going and whatnot. Whereas, in fact, Liverpool, a, a player if he gets called from the subs, he knows what he's going into. He knows what he has to do. I feel like they don't even have to like get really get a feel of it. That's yeah. why Salah was just able to kind of go in there and just do his thing. It was also also in part from I think Palace was just poorly set up this game. <laughs> and I think they were just done. Yeah. And I know I keep using this word, but in your words, they just mailed it in already. And so I just kind of – he loves getting goals. You know, right. He's a very selfish guy, and that's good. That's what you need from a striker. But Hodgson was very embarrassed. thing was a mix of, of Liverpool and also Crystal Palace kind of just like giving up. <laughs> yeah, well. At the time. Hodgson said he was very embarrassed. Uh, yeah. Another team that gave up a lot of goals, Leeds 2, Manchester United 6. Uh, Stuart Dallas and Liam Cooper scoring for Leeds. But Your boy, well Stuart after, Dallas. Yeah. Friend of the pod. Sure. Still. Well after McTominay went prime messy and scored a brace within three minutes, Bruno added two. Lindelof even had a goal. And Dan James scored his first goal since August of 2019. That's 33 appearances. Last goal was against Southampton. And I recall us being like, oh, man, this guy's going to be a goal-scoring machine. <laughs> he didn't do shit Daniel for James. a year. Yeah, well, I mean, James. he's like four. Yeah, I know, but I mean, we were all really high on him after yeah. the first month last season. I think he came back down. After really thirty-seven fast. minutes, this game was four nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and you know what's wild? Maybe you could help me see this. No matter how leads, how good leads plays, right? Why are people still praising them for losing six to two? Yeah, that's actually what I was going to ask you. My question was going to be, uh, you know, a lot of people actually have started getting on Bielsa, and then you had his defenders come out. What is your take on? this match and how he approached it and how he goes forward with it and and is Leeds in trouble are they going to be like Norwich I know we keep saying oh but they're better than them but they're better. but here you go they're in 14th now yeah. they're dropping off they're losing 6-2 perfect example a team that playing you know, their style has like one or two goals in them but then just gives up like 45 yeah um, so what what do you think about that? What do you think about Bielsa? Uh, I know I, you like him, and I know you're probably backing him on this end, but but what were your thoughts on No, I'm not backing him. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, huge on Bielsa. I don't even know how to say his name. Bielsa. Yeah. <laughs> the L's before the S. No, I mean, like, I'm not going to lie to you. Before, before Leeds, I didn't really know who he was. I mean, I was too young when he fucked up with Argentina back in the day in, in Chile because I looked at his track record when they started getting noise, and I was just like, all right. This guy's just kind of managed, like, not tin pot teams, but, like, Lille, like, Marseille, kind of like secondhand teams. Mm-hmm. So, and then when he did manage, like, a big team, he fucked up. Third, Argentina, third ranked in the world, couldn't get past the group stages. Couldn't get past England, which is understandable, and Sweden, though. Come on, Sweden? Um, and that team, actually, that Argentina team had Pach in it and Diego Simeone. Wild. Um, but... Besides the facts, no, like, yeah, I mean, 
Gary Neville was on Sky, like, kind of defending him, being like, you know what, credit to Leeds for still going after it. Like, um, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, sure, that shows that you have balls, but – and he credits them working hard. But in my opinion, something that I've learned is, you know, there's working hard and then working smart. Like, you're working hard and not smart at all. Like, giving – like, losing six to two is nothing to be proud about, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and there were a lot of blown assignments. You saw the goals. Yeah. And you know, we sat there and picked apart every single one where someone was lost. I mean, granted, yeah, United did well on finishing. Yeah. But how they get in those positions? I mean, the McTominay finishes were, I mean, <laughs> they were really nice. I'm right. not going to lie. I don't know if that, you know, that first shot you could tell. I think anyone that's kind of scored a goal similar to that knows you just kind of just fucking fire it and it just finds itself in a corner pocket. But the second goal was really nice. Yeah. And it's funny because he looks like he's kind of lugging. When he runs, but he, like, chipped it very nicely in there. Yeah, he did a great job of getting control of the ball and finishing. But the defender turned off for, like, two seconds. Yeah, and so, then boom. You know. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's amazing that there's a that a manager is like, yeah, man, we're still going to go after him. But at one point, are you like, you know, we're down fucking 3 nothing, 15 minutes in this. Let's try to get a point, but then also not get shit pumped. I mean, personally, would you rather – take like a an entertaining loss or would you rather win like Mourinho and win one nothing? I mean I think I would rather take the one nothing at this point. Well of course and especially if you're Play a really promoted team straight from the championship. Yeah. And that's what Bielsa needs to understand before he goes the way of Daniel Farka, who was the Norwich manager. You remember him with the Lord Farquaad. Yeah. And so I knew that was gonna happen. Uh but what Bielsa has to do is think, okay, this that's- this strategy that I used for two years in the championship, that worked there. Because my players Barely were a certain too. quality compared to these players. Now they're up here. And I have the same players. We've talked about this before. They have championship-level players, right? Yep. And I have the same players Except against for these teams, right? Against teams that are better, that are at a higher level. Maybe what I should do is, hey, I can still keep somewhat of our identity while kind of taking the reins back and not giving up six goals, five goals. You know, all these goals they're conceding. And I always said from the beginning, I had to worry about their defense, you know, ever since that lesbian in the very first game of the season. Koch is his yeah, name, I think. Yeah, he looked bad. And, and now, you know, you're getting some even good players to, to turn off for two seconds. And there it goes. So anything about Leeds before we jump to United? No, more but, positive stuff. you know, for the BSLA defenders, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he influenced a lot of managers. And that's great for the game. Mm-hmm. But if he's managing my team, and I don't care if my team attacked for 90 minutes, if we lose 6-2, to two, we just lost by four goals. And I'm not happy about that. So really, th- this is a result-based business, as is any fucking thing in the world, you know, you'd like to think. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the anyone that's defending Beastle at this moment just kind of looks like a nonce. Okay. Wow. Do you agree? No, I, yeah. I, it, was, it was interesting because on Twitter, people went at it, but you just told both of the guys that they're both good managers. Because both, yeah. Both because, yeah. We're not going to get change it. your take? Well, no, I think BS is a good manager, but he, he needs to do it with a, an established team, and he hasn't done that. He's had the opportunity with international teams, mm-hmm. and he's failed. Yeah, He's done good with these lower teams, of course, but, I mean, I need to see it with a bigger team if you're going to credit him and hold him in regards to, like, up there, you know? Yeah. Well, speaking of managers, Ole has United in third. 
Your boy. Uh, possibly know, second with the game in hand. Game in hand. Game in the, the Jeff word of Paris the, special. The, yeah, the, J, the JP special. JP special. Shout out Jeff Paris. Man, I'm stuttering like my name's Juan Pierre. Right so, now. yeah, I mean, hey, good win for 6 2. They yeah. all these guys to play. I mean, Ole, they're on fire in the league. I mentioned this last episode, and I know you and Sam took the approach of, yeah, I mean, they're getting the results, but they don't look good. I mean, this game, they combined it where they looked good and had the result, despite giving up possession. Uh, they created chances. They looked solid. They had Bruno running the show, pulling the strings. Uh, and, you know, once again, they, they looked solid. You know, they pulled off the, the nice W. So have you changed your mind a little bit, or do you need to see this more often from them? Um, I mean, I said they have the players. I, I, I said I think it all just goes down to Ole and if he can get the best out of them. And, for example, this game he did. Mm-hmm. Um I think they just need to show consistency now. And if they, I think if they finish, like I said, they finish top four, that's that's good for Ole. I think that's they're a top four team yeah. on paper. So if you could bring that out and keep this up, then that's good. Um, yeah. Rewind to a month ago where we asked which team out of those top six would be the worst. They currently sit in second out of those teams right now um, that we mentioned. So. Shout out to United. I know you. I know you, and then someone else picked pick Arsenal. But for everyone, it's between Arsenal and United. Oh no! I'm right saying I've time. always been an advocate for for United because I know they have the players. It's just they just need to get the best out of them. And, figure, and even with this lineup, it's it's a wild fucking lineup. We don't see this lineup week in week out. Ole's still fucking mixing and matching like it's fucking like it's a puzzle. I mean, it is kind of, but like, well, it's a balancing act. You got a lot of games coming up. So whatever they had a F, uh, EFL Cup game today or League Cup, but in my head they're in second place. Um, okay, they're in third in real life, but in my head they're in second, and they're fucking. You know what? I'm gonna say it, and no one wants to say it if you're a Liverpool fan, but it feels good seeing Liverpool and United doing good together. Okay, all right. So are you pandering to the United fans? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying it feels uh-huh. good not seeing the right Manchester team there, you know? Wow. Uh-huh. And now we just need to get you guys and Chelsea back up there. Chelsea will be Then I'll feel Chelsea like the good old go Premier League Chelsea, What do you mean, Chelsea? They're in fifth, man. Tottenham's behind them, mate. Bro, Leicester has no business being worth it. Well, let's see what happens. Leicester has earned the business. I love the players on their team, it. but I'm not a fan of that. So speaking of a team that's down there that we, that we were talking about, Everton 2, Arsenal 1. Um, Everton's now in the top four, by the way. Before we jump in Arsenal, Everton, they're in the top four in Christmas for the first time since 0405. Oh, oh, wow. So it's been a while since they've been this high in the table at this point of the season. Uh, before we move on to Arsenal, anything you want to mention about Everton? A uh, good win without without James, without Allen. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I think. No Dina, I don't think. But the guys that need to step up are Calvert Lewin had a goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, was, yeah, oh no, yeah, deflected off holding and went. In my opinion, it's a goal hit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm saying is, when players are out, you need you need those other players to step up, uh, maybe even a little more. And I think they are. I think Carlos is getting the most out of them. And uh, friend of the pod, I know you don't like to hear this, but friend of the pod, Yuri Mina, getting on the head. Congrats to him. Yeah. Yeah, Yuri Mina with the dagger in my heart on uh, Saturday, whatever day this was. Yeah. Uh, which brings me to Arsenal, 14 points in the last 14 games. Worst start since 1974-75 where they had 12 points. I feel like, like I said, week in, week out, it's like worse this since this, worse that since that. And it's like 
It, it just keeps getting worse and worse, and the stats get more embarrassing by the day. Their captain in this match, for fuck's sake, was Rob Holding. Rob Holding was the captain of this club. That's when you know. Yeah. That's when you know their problems. That's when you lose your fans. When your manager goes out and picks Rob Holding as the captain, is there a plays reason? William for 90 minutes when he was not, you know, after 45 minutes, you get a gist of how a guy's going to play, right? And sometimes you're like, I'll give him the first 15 of the half. But if he's so dreadful and he's walking on the pitch, you got to take him off at 60. You can't leave a guy on past 60 if he's been shit, right? Yeah. So, well, you know, I don't know why you went hand Leno, though, the captaincy. I feel like he deserves it at this point. You know, I think he's been your most consistent player throughout, you know. Either way, I mean, the fact that it was given to Rob Holding was bananas. Absolute horse Or tyranny. Bottling. Tyranny's good, too. And, and he scored an own goal just to make it even better. Uh, yeah, so it's really wild. And then, and then um, I don't know if you saw the post game. You know, Arteta goes off on percentages. Did you see this one? No. You haven't, you haven't seen the – so pretty much after the game, he talked about how they're dominating games but losing – because they have bad luck, or, or that, and he, and I don't know where these percentages came from. For instance, he said against Burnley we only had a seven percent chance of losing, but we lost. Against Everton we had a sixty-five percent chance of winning, but we lost. And, and he's naming these percentages, and mate, I have no idea where he's getting these percentages from. <laughs> like, what? that's when you know maybe Some he's become percentages. a lunatic. I don't know. Well, I hate to say it, but he's sounding a lot like Pep Guardiola. Does Pep have percentages? I've never probably. Even heard, I've never even heard Pep do that, mate. But here's and you know what? I want to ask you this question and the peep and 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 you know I want to see see tweets back about this because I'm curious to see what people think. Growing up, you're kind of told that possessions is possession is huge, and you being an Arsenal fan and, and Wenger having so much, he was like kind of one of the main guys in possession. Yeah. Um, we're kind of seeing that not happen. Especially with this week. I mean, most teams, honestly, I think most teams that won didn't have majority possession, which is kind of wild. We just pointed out United Leeds. United right. had 42%. Yeah, less, correct. And scored six goals. Yep. So do you think possession really. I mean, and, and I'm saying those teams with possessions have more goal attempts too. But at, at this point, do you think that possession's kind of overrated or like it shouldn't, it's not even a. a I think you should really consider it's considering a, new how tactics are made nowadays and shit. It's a stat that I think um, if if it's between six, if it's like sixty forty, you know, then to me it's no difference. Like like you mentioned fifty nine forty one, or if even if it's like sixty one thirty nine, the team with thirty nine percent can make more of that possession. But when it gets to like the seventies, then normally you know that that's the team getting dominated and they're probably getting kicked in, but. But I do Rarely agree. do you see that. Yeah, that's rare. But nowadays, I think you know teams are organizing to not have the ball, and then they they have counter play. Like when I see Tottenham on the counter, I say, "Wow!" I think they've like they have definitely practiced that on the training ground multiple times with with Son Kane and, and Los Celso or someone running around. Like so, I think nowadays you have if you have the players to do the counter, and teams that are attacking it overzealous. You know, you have that happening a lot more now. I think Wenger's teams, they were able to do it because they had the protection. You had a Vieira that was back there. Uh, you know, you had some, you had Gilberto that was back there. You had guys that were ready to step in and punish the other team, right, for doing a counter. Nowadays, you know, a guy won't stick their foot out and make a, you know, a foul 
that will get a yellow card because, well, hey, if I get a yellow card, manager's going to pull me or, or you yeah. know, stuff like that these days. So you're seeing, I think, a lot less of the enforcer guy that's there to just put a good foul on or see that maybe the possession's going wrong and step in. So I don't know. That's a good question, though. That really is interesting. Arsenal because- had more possession in this game because when i was listening when i was watching the fucking post game for leeds united they're talking about possession i'm like in my head i'm like at this point i don't give a fuck about possession you should, that's not a, the main stat you should look at is fucking six to two right right i don't know well yeah but speaking think, of this I think match, possessions is starting to just become a flawed stat for example i bet on leon today they had 60 something percent and they fucking lost to Angers. Well, yeah i mean cut but coming back to this match, yeah. <laughs> you said it because you saw possession stats. Yeah. What did they say to you? What do you what mean? Or the possession stats? I'm curious. I think it was 59. Something. Yeah, another it was 59-41. So Brian tweeted. 58-42. Brian retweeted, a, there's only one manager who can save Arsenal now, and he has a Ted Lasso up there, to which I did a slap meme for him. Uh, but, you know, at this point, Why? speaking of managers. So with Ted Lasso. No, nothing. I just my team was getting shit on. I don't. I don't. You know. I was just. No, uh, I think he's like, hey, Ted Lasso could come in and save you guys. That's a fucking joke, mate. That's a joke. Well, you haven't seen the show. He's a good manager in the show. Have you seen the show? Yeah. No, you haven't. Well, who are you to judge if he was good or not? If you haven't seen it, mate, I'm telling you, he's a fictional character. You don't anyone that bring. Have you seen the commercials? I have not. But how do you not? How do you know? You've never seen Ted Lasso, like the, the skits they had no, about him in No, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's that's what I'm manager, saying. Mate. Okay. Well, my point being, he's fictional. He's not a real person. Okay? <laughs> and that if... You're a little harsh on Ted Lasso. What I'm saying is this. If they're not going to make the change now, if they're Arsenal not. isn't going to make the change now, then they better be ready to spend like shit in January. Because my point is, if you aren't going to spend in January, make the change. You got to make the change. Because he's not going to do it with this group of players. So either you give him a lot of money to f- do a madness yeah. and then see what he does. Well, or you fire him and let someone else take care of these people. Like who? Freddie Lumberg? No. Max Allegri. You don't want to uh, throw Thomas Allegri Thomas I say, I say you get you let Allegri or whoever, Teichel, I say take you, over in the summer. No, Yeah, you, you, t- you talk to them and then be like, hey, you're going to have this team in the summer. We're going to ride this fucking storm. We don't want you to ride this storm out with them. We want you to watch them and analyze them, but then you make your moves after this. Well, I mean, we'll see what Interim that... manager's got to be like. You know, you can just have Macy also be the interim manager. Uh, yeah, well, see, and there's another one. So we're going to move on. <laughs> oh, last question. So Sam, you guys are playing West Brom next game, I saw? No, on we're playing Chelsea. No, but Big Sam, yeah. You saw that. So here, no, I'm being... Okay, it's gotten to the point. How many games are we in in the season? We're 14 in. 14. There are 24 left. I mean, Big Sam said... Yeah, I know what he said, and, and uh, you know... I don't think he it. meant... I don't think he meant anything, like, mal- like malice towards... I think... Big he's Sam... He's being serious. ...is a guy that... I mean, you've seen the, the clip. I, I forgot who they were against, like, Swansea, whatever team he was with. Was against Swansea and he laughed at the guy. Uh, yeah. Like he's a troll. No, that's what Big Sam not. does, mate. mate no, no, no. Big Sam is cheeky. I see what he's saying though, and I, I hate to say it, but the Arsenal are like relegation. Like this is something to consider now. Okay. Like honestly, okay. at what point do you consider them relegation? Uh, if they get through the four games after Chelsea, 
without getting the requisite amount of points they should get. After they play Chelsea, they play four teams that they should easily beat. Okay? And then we'll see, I think. I mean, if they don't get through that test. I don't look at the past games. I'm talking about the four after Chelsea. If they don't get past that, then yes. But um, that's you know that's insulting. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here and listen to it. Bro, Let's you go just the next lost match. to Burnley. Let's go to the next match. Let's go to the next match before I lose my fucking mind. Uh, I'm already <laughs> mad about my microphone. So let's well, go to – insulting? It's yeah, it is. It's fucking insulting. Don't, you know, don't bring it up. Let's go to the next match. All right. Uh, Southampton 0, Man City 1. Sterling with the only goal here. Uh, no side has conceded fewer goals than City this season or had more clean sheets than them. 12 goals conceded, 6 clean sheets. Jeff Paris reminded us about their defense. What are your what do you say to him about the the defensive tweet? He said, "Remember when I was on the pod and I claimed that City fixed their defensive woes? Remember when I was routinely mocked for it? Well, I was right. City are the best defensive side in the EPL. Stones has turned into Maldini. That's questionable. Diaz is the next Sergio Ramos, and Ake was the perfect pickup in terms of depth for this brutal season. The numbers don't lie. I think it's only fitting in this situation that I receive an apology." From the host and regular guests on the pod. So are you ready to apologize to Jeff? He said it's the right thing to do. <laughs> well, you're also at the bottom half in goals scored. Um, and if you look at the past years, that's definitely not the case. It's mm-hmm. complete opposite. So um, I don't want to apologize because I feel like you're, you're risking goals for goals against. And, I mean, you're in eighth place right now. So... Okay. I mean, what do you think? Are you going to apologize? I, I don't think I said too much bad about them. I don't know. I'm not going to oh, say so you apologize. thought Nathan Ake was the cure. No, no. I never, again, I never got in on that. I never said that. And I don't think, get it, you know, you call him, he, he in here, I don't think Stones is Maldini, so I'll disagree with you on that. <laughs> um, I, I don't think Diaz <laughs> One of the is the greatest defenders of all time. Sergio Ramos, yet. I, I think it's too early to say Diaz is Sergio Ramos. And then if you call Ake as a depth pickup, that was $35 million for a depth pickup, <laughs> right? So uh, I, there are a few things on here I don't agree about. I will agree. I will give you props. Good job defensively. I think it's coming at a cost of scoring goals, as we've said, right? We've mentioned on the show many Literally, times. Literally, they're, they're uh, bottom half of the table in goals scored. So Only 19. Yeah. They're only and, a plus seven. And so that's just – Jeff, this is – you know, this is not the city we're used to seeing, right? Uh, surely there's something inside of you there that says, hey, I'm glad we're not giving up too many goals, but a draw against West Brom is not good enough. <laughs> it's not. It's 1-1 against West Brom. Your title contending team supposed to be. So the defense is good, but at what cost is my question. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, Jeff, please let us know. Address to us what you would do. You're Pep Guardiola. What do you do to get the offense going? What do you do? Do you know what you do? Start Furlan Torres more, bro. That guy's a stud. Um, other than that, go back to your old strategy because this new one ain't working. All right. The old one, you were in second place mm-hmm. and, winning the cha- and winning the league before that. A little more With exciting this new to watch. One, in this new one, yeah, and more exciting to watch. In this new one, I can't tell if I'm watching Aston Villa or if I'm watching Manchester City. Wow. There we go. As they, Jeff. Sta- as they stand in the same place in the table. Okay, so Jeff, let us know. Jeff, um, Tyrone Ming stands in the same place in the table as you. 
Granted, uh, a win over Southampton is good, but yeah, you expect a little but more. But yeah, no, that's side. very well. Was it at Southampton? Yeah, yeah, that's a very so, good. So good, good. We'll give you the. We'll give you that. I will not apologize for very something I didn't win. do, but we'll give you props. I think I would like. That. I think I would like City more if they had a different manager. Okay. Well, they might soon if 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 Pep leaves after this. They, season. I, know he has I like them better with the with that dead guy. Pellegrini. Pellegrini. They were more likable with Pellegrini. Can you can you side with me on that? Well, that's because that like, was bro, the you beginning. have a you have a competitive team walking out, and you see a skeleton leaning them. Like, oh, they're not that. Bad. That's because it was the beginning. It's like it's Halloween every game. They hadn't won a bunch, and you hadn't been rivals with them. You know, I think that changed a lot. Changed like that day that Aguero I, I scored we that were, goal. We were survivors with them when they had Pellegrini. That, that day that Aguero scored that goal. It was it was because they were usurping United, and United was the team that everyone hated back then, right at the time. So, you know, they've they've now grown into that side. You know, you win enough, you become that team that they're like, people start rooting against you. I don't know. Same thing like our our Hawks won, and then people are like, "Mm, we're getting kind of tired of this. No one hates the Blackhawks. There are people that do, mate. We just are in the sea of people that don't see it, and and now they're enjoying themselves because we stink. But who is? Do you know anyone personally? No, well, Red Wings fans. Steve, the Red Wings fans don't care too much. Steve, about let the us know what you think about the Hawks. They don't care about the Hawks as much anymore, bro. Don't don't your Blues friends dislike the Hawks? Blues aren't like a real team. Okay, but that does that's not the question. They do. Well, yeah, because they have not, no one else to hate. There you go, mate. That's what it is. There are people that have no one else to hate. They hate the Hawks. All right. Blues are literally like they're not they're not even like a thought anymore. Like I don't, they could win the Stanley Cup, I still don't care about them. Speaking of the Blues, Chelsea three nothing <laughs> winners over West Ham. Your boy Thiago Silva with a goal. Tammy Abraham scoring two. You know, big big for him to score. It's his first brace since September of 2019 when he had a hat trick against Wolves. Chelsea have eight goals off corner kicks, which is most in the Premier League. Um, they had a bit of a slump. They got this game. How important is it for them? To have Tammy Abraham clicking so that, you know, now that you have you had Giroud going, if you get Abraham, especially with Timo Werner struggling, is it important for them to get their strikers going with that solid defense they had, but they had trouble scoring before? I think it's always obviously good if you can get someone going. Do I think getting Tammy Abraham going is specifically good? I'm going to turn this 180 and say, like, I don't think it's that significant. I think if you can get Warner going, that's better than getting Abraham going. I think getting Giroud going right now, because I think the best Giroud is better than the best Tammy Abraham, wildly saying that. Um, as much as I want it to be Tammy Abraham, because he's younger and, like, you know, you want the young guys to do good, that's a wild shot. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. He was speaking about a buzzer beater in uh, Boston. Celtics win um, over the Bucks. Okay. But... You know what I mean. I think it's more important that you get other players. But yeah, yeah it's good for Tam. I don't think he's going to be at the club very long. I like. I think he's going to be gone as soon as um, this season ends. I think there going to be a lot of teams that want him, and I think Chelsea's going to be willing to offload him. I think they're more willing to offload Giroud though because he's older. And then they're going to get rid of both. I don't wow. think Tammy Abraham wants to play a backup role. All right. Well, if we'll he's see. a true competitor, he won't. We'll see though. But he might be. You know, if they like playing Werner on the outside. Maybe he gets a shot. Because right know. now Ziyech is injured, and I think they have to have, you know. Ziyech isn't always going to be injured. I, well, no, I know. I'm just saying, but there are injuries that are that happen here and If there. you're Tammy Abraham, what do you do? If, if What if Frank Lava's like, hey, man, you could be our backup striker. Well, yeah, but what are the other offers? I mean, you, I mean, what if it's Arsenal. like Sheffield Wednesday? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to Sheffield Wednesday. 
You know who 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 is gonna? Bro, I'm talking primarily clubs. I mean, the only clubs you're gonna get are either a team that just got promoted that might go for him, or like Sheffield United. You want to play for Sheffield United? Maybe for a loan for the rest of this season. I mean, honestly, that's probably you know. Would you rather start at a mid-level Premier League club or be a backup for Chelsea? If you're Tammy Abraham, here's the thing though. This period of games, he's going to get a lot of. It's a yes or I mean, again, it man, it depends. They have a bunch of matches coming up. They got three again, like three games in the eight or nine days. They have they're in Champions League. Uh, I think that's it. They got FA Cup coming up. There are a lot of matches to be played. I don't think they're going to let him go that easily. He might want to go, but but where's you know they have to let him go. They're not going <laughs> to sign off on that. Well, I mean, there's also domestic teams. What if AC Milan wants him instead of Zlatan? Oh, well, you again, take that, bro. Okay, again, yes, but Chelsea have to let him go. They're not going to do that in January. It would happen no, in the summer. Yeah, no, I'm saying summer. Well, maybe. We'll have to see. If he goes to AC Milan, they'll be bananas in my opinion. But <laughs> Why not? I, don't, I mean, former Chelsea strikers going at it then. You got him and, and Lukaku at Inter, so they can have a little derby for themselves. By the way, I watched Lukaku. That man would still not do it in the Premier League. There you he go. can dribble still. All right, so he's still a donkey. Yeah, right. he's a he's a poacher. All right, so for the rest of the results, Newcastle won Fulham one. Uh, Richie an own goal. Callum Wilson a penalty. So basically, Newcastle scored both goals. Uh, that own goal was bananas. I mean, it looked wild. Uh, you weren't too happy with it because you had a, a bet on that game. Uh, Brighton won. Sheffield won. Jaden Bogle with his first career Friend of the goal pod. Thanks, Jaden. For Sheffield. And they thought they had it, but Danny Welbeck, the king of the late goal, uh, scores. Uh, they, and Sheffield played about 60 minutes or 50 minutes of this, a man down after Lundstrom had a red card. West Brom nil, Aston Villa three in Big Sam's debut. Cristiano Algazi with a brace. Bertrand Terreri with a very weird-looking goal. Uh, Jake Livermore was sent off for, for uh, West Brom. He's still in the Premier League, too. That's He's their wild. Captain. He's their captain. I feel like that guy's been playing since I can remember. Well, so, uh, yeah, and, and Big Sam in He's his debut. He's been Champo, too, Championship and Premier League. In his debut, loses 3 nothing at home. So what are your thoughts on Big Sam? Give him some time. I, you know, I genuinely believe Big Sam's a really good manager. I, to the bottom of my heart, I think he's a good manager. Like, I'm not saying just good. I think he's really good. I think he's good for the purpose of keeping teams he, up. He would have done some damage with the England team if he didn't get caught with like all that stupid shit. Genuine, like I'm being serious. I know I've said that so many times, but I think he's a really good manager. Yeah, well, well, uh, but we'll see. I think he's good for the function of keeping teams up. That, if you gave Big Sam, give him a good team, Liverpool, he'd win the league. You think Big Sam would win the league? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it's tough because those aren't his players, you know? Yeah. I mean, all I have to say to Big Sam is worry about your own team first before you come talking. Here's my – you know what? I'm going to tell you a team he'd do really good with. Manchester United with this bunch. Big Sam? Big Sam with this Manchester United bunch would give Liverpool a run for their money. Wow. And you know how pissed off it would be when they win one nothing in Anfield and Big Sam is laughing at the camera? I mean, I like Big Sam, but this is Big wild. Big Sam is a fucking... In my opinion, he's a top manager. All right. And he should be manager of England. Let us know what you think at the footy corner, too. Is Big Sam a top manager? <laughs> um, I he don't, is, I don't bro. mind him managing England, but yeah. Uh, and then the last game, that was a weird result. Burnley 2-Wolves 1. 
Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood at the oh. goals. Fabio Silva with a late pen. Too little, too late. So Burnley beating Wolves is, is a bit wild, in my opinion. Anything you have on, on those matches, or shall we jump to the scores and predictions? Let's go into the scores and predictions. It was a crazy week. We have, we have now seven people in our contest, so this is getting bananas. But Jeff had the high score this week. Jeff, the caboose, had 17. I had the low score with 10. Wedged in between, you and Nikhil had 16. Brian and Steve had 15, and Sam had 12. Um, welcome to the predicting, Sam. We'll see if he, he puts his – I mean, I'm sure he'll put his picks in this week, right? We'll okay. tag him, see what he does. Uh, the leaderboard, it's it's a bit crazy. Uh, but Brian retains first place with 13.64. Then you have 13.46 right behind him. Nikhil's in third at 13.31. This is actually a close race now. It's really tight. Steve is fourth with 12.92. I'm fifth with 12.79. So we're close for fourth and fifth. Sam has 12. He's in sixth, but he's only played for a week. And Jeff is still the Canadian caboose, but 11.57. He's coming back. He's coming back. So um, I'll say this. I've had a really bad three weeks in guessing games. Um, in general, we haven't done well, but I have been particularly terrible. So I have vowed to play it safe this week. With that said, early Saturday game – or Saturday, early Boxing Day game, which is also Saturday – Leicester and Man United at the KP. I got Leicester 1, United 2, Marcus Rashford. I like Leicester 2, Man U 1, and I like Vardy. I think this is, uh, like I said, similar to what just happened. Okay. Fulham hosts Southampton. I got Fulham nil, Southampton 2, Danny Ings. Uh, Southampton 2, Fulham nil. Um, I want to go Ward Pross, but I'll go Danny Ings because it's yeah, safer. Safe pick. Uh, Villa hosts Crystal Palace. I think... I don't think Palace will come out super hot. I think they had a rough go, and they'll kind of stay a bit rough. Villa 2, Palace 1, Ollie Watkins. I like Villa 3, the other team 1. and <laughs> um, The other team? Yeah. Do you know who it is? Yeah, it's a shit team. It's Palace, Palace. mate. You Palace. were listening? No, I was. Okay. Um, It's tough because I – does Guinea still play or is he injured? McGinn? Ooh. Oh, McGinn. Guinea. Uh, I I think he's been like on and off. I honestly don't know if he played the last I'll match. go Ollie Watkins. Okay. I want to I want to win, so I, like, I'm like i not going to pick who I want to score. Okay. Obviously, I want Jack Grealish to score. I should get his jersey. All right, let's go. Arsenal hosting Chelsea. Uh, what normally is a good game will not, I don't think, be a great game. I got Arsenal 0, Chelsea 2. And of course, of course, Olivier Giroud's going to score. That's just how it if works. If he starts, he will. He'll start. He'll know, score. The rotation. I do know. Um, I'll go 3-1, and I'll go with Pulisic. Okay. Hopefully he plays. Uh, Man know. City hosting Newcastle. I got 3 nothing City. No, sorry, I'm going to go Warner. Change that to Warner because I don't know if Pulisic is going to play. Okay. Wow, you think he'll finally score? Well, yeah. I would rather pick him because I know he's going to play. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, so City hosts Newcastle. I got City 3, Newcastle, and Mill De Bruyne. Ooh. I like this one at 1-1. What? Yeah. You think they're going to tie Newcastle? Yeah. Who's okay. the manager at Newcastle? Your boy Bruce Steve. Bruce Steve knows what to do. Okay. And, um, oh, I just got a LinkedIn connection, and it's not from you. That's because um, we're recording, lad. It's from, it's from Gianluca Parisi. I have an Italian connection now on LinkedIn. There you go. Um... 
fuck, dude. This is why is I, Aguero, I write this down. Is Aguero starting? You ask me. I feel like you ask me this every week, and every week I tell you the same thing that Sterling. He was on the bench, but he didn't. He came in for like twenty minutes at the end. Sterling. Okay. Uh, Sheffield United hosts Everton. I got Sheffield United nil. Everton two. Calvert Lewin. Oh wow. Um, I got Everton two. Sheffield nil. Calvert Lewin. All right. Leeds host Burnley. I think Leeds will bounce back. Leeds three. Burnley one. Bamford. I got Leeds two. Burnley one. Um, yeah, I'll go. Bamford as well. All right. West Ham hosting Brighton and Hove Albion. I got 1-1. And I'm going to take Danny Welbeck. Just keep it rolling with him. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll go West Ham 2, Brighton 1. Um, Suchek's not a fucking attacker. I'll go with He's Mc- not, but he scores. I mean, I if he know. starts, uh, hopefully he does. Antonio? Okay. No, I think he hurt himself again. Oh. <laughs> He got hurt. He came back. He did the Thomas party. Do you think it's the thickness that gets to him? He did the, the Thomas party. He He's came a- back, got hurt for like after like training. And Who's one of those like foreign guys they got up top? They got two of them. Folio, whatever his name is. Folino. <laughs> Mate, Fornals. Fornals. That's my goal score. Okay. Uh, Liverpool hosting West Brom. I got 4-1 Liverpool. So I'm going to captain him in fantasy, so. Um, 3-1, I think they're bound to give up a goal, and I'll go so lot too. Because he takes their pens as well, so he's a safe bet. All right, and then Wolves host Tottenham. In the last game of the week, I got Wolves 1, Tottenham 1. Oh, wow. And I'll take Harry Kane. Wolves in poor form. I'll go Tottenham 3, Wolves 1. And I'll go Harry Kane. All right. So there's that. Uh, in the draft table... You've run away with – oh, everyone, where can they make their picks? Please make at them the at. the funny corner too. All right. Just real quickly, just bringing up the draft table. You're running away with it. You have 89 points uh, plus 17 goal difference. I have 83 points plus two. Brian fell a little bit. He's at 78 with plus 10. Steve's catching him with 72 at minus four. And Jeff uh, is last I, in My team's are Everton, Chelsea, Leeds, and who's the other team? West Ham? West Ham. Okay. You have, you have really good teams. Uh, Brian's dip in form is due to Tottenham dropping a few lately and Arsenal. His top two picks just blanking the last, I think, three match weeks. Uh, you know, one point, I think, from the two of them. You know, my soccer points. IQ is just out of this fucking world. It's gone. Okay. Wow. Uh, that was based on early season draft picks. That one is more lucky than the predictions, made. How is that? You're not lock? winning predictions. I picked those teams. I understand, not? but at the very beginning... You rec- mm-hmm. If you recall, we had an episode where we said, should we base it on this one or the predictions? You're like, well, the, the, the draft is a crapshoot. You never know what's going to happen. And now you're a genius. Bro. You weren't in the first one. I won the that. double last year in the predictions right. in the gambling corner. Well, so and now I'm winning happens. this. What more do I need to prove? You're not first in predictions. Oh, my God. At the end of the season, I will be. We'll see. I'm literally the Bayern Munich of this league. Oh, okay. Well, this league. <laughs> it's, it's not a league. It's a podcast. <laughs> All right, we're going to move I'm, on. I'm arrogant, but I back this shit up, don't boy. This shit up. don't come easy. Oh, my God. All right. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, so, Steve, actually, so let's go right to it then. Steve called you out a few a bit ago. He said that on the pod, you said that you can't think of a good signing by Olay. He said, I'm not a huge Olay fan, but the dude did sign Bruno. What's your response? Okay, yeah, 100. I saw that, 1 million percent. You agree. And Juan Basaka. Yeah. Uh-huh. Those are two quality signings. Okay. So we've cleared that up now. The, the Harry Maguire would be a good signing if it wasn't for such a freaking high price. Okay. 
Well, I don't like Harry Maguire, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> it's not worth the price. If he was cheaper, you, maybe you would. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. But he's made some calamitous errors. Uh, <laughs> not as of late. You're right. Like two games? We'll see what he Look, does. Look, you know, he, he spent his time in a Greek prison. He kind of learned some lessons. Yeah, I learned how to nonce about. Um, so Steve also did say that the name for your toilet, which has gone off once maybe tonight, should be called Jeff Paris because we always have to hear it. And it's definitely full of shit. So there's that's the only suggestion we have right now. I want to get Jeff back on. We need to get some takes from Jeff. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, what should we name this toilet? So if anyone has objections to it being Jeff, Jeff, I Who's expect a garbage you to... bust in the Premier League that everyone hates. Let's just... ask the people. Let's get the help from the people. They fucked it up. Let's let's all come together. Let's and all let's, think let's about unanimously it. decide what Premier League player was like just disappointing, or we just. Don't like. Okay. You know, there's got to be that one. Neil Mape. I mm. kind of like him, though. Yeah, we, we'll pass on Mape. I mean, there, <laughs> there are worse than Mape out there, right? <laughs> there are worse than Mape. We'll think of it. Let's I all put our minds together. It's yeah. tough at this time for us. It's super, super late. 309 um, in the morning. Yeah. Jeez. Um, that's because Lad was uh, <laughs> gaming with some MMA lad, right? Sean O'Malley. There you go. Sean O'Malley. Um, yeah. So let us now talk about – oh, Nikhil. Uh, again, a lot of these were before the last episode, but just because we had an interview that took – you know, the, the talk took a bit of time. We saved it. He said, um, I'm not sure what this stat is, but shout out Eze. <laughs> and so it was um, it was showing some stat. Mane has 35, Zaha 33, Eze 29. And Grealish was the top. My guess would be that that's take-ons. Yeah. That looks like a take-on stat. You know what I mean? Like, those are guys that all can dribble well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Emerichia Eze, shout-out. He's just right there with his boy from Palace, uh, Zaha, so good for them. Sadio Mane. Although, I'm sad that you didn't have to – you didn't lose the bet. I so, got you Taco Bell instead. That works. That's true. That's true. Should we, yeah, hopefully every rich has a See, it's not Portillo's, but it's, you know, it's something. That's true. It was good. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll – okay, yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, Jeff keeps saying I'm catching up to Steve. Better watch his back. Steve said you've been talking about breathing down my neck for weeks now. Speaking of that contest, um, to be fair, Steve is now in fourth and Jeff, you're in seventh. There are two people in between, so I should be feeling those breaths on, on the back and so should uh, – Sam. So there's there's that. Uh, and then, you know, speaking of, I guess because it came up, speaking of the relegation, uh, Steve brought up some stats. There's a lad named Duncan Alexander who put out a tweet. said, last relegation from the English top flight, uh, Arsenal, 1913. Oh, wow. So they were the longest. And then there were a few others. Chelsea, 1988. So after we were born, but before you were. Everton, 1951, Liverpool, 1954, United, 1974, Tottenham, 1977. So uh, Steve says it's crazy to think that a massive side like Chelsea was relegated in my lifetime. Definitely not in Arie's lifetime, though. So they haven't been. Brian then said, meanwhile, Man City were in the third division of English football when I was in high school, and more shockingly, after Arie was born. So, thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, they're just... Oh, oh my God. (laughs) My phone almost fell. Everything would have broken. Um, yeah. And nothing, nothing on that? No. 
Uh, watch. I mean, it's facts. It's a really good fact. I want more of those. Those are good facts. Yeah, that was really cool to see. Um, watch, uh, watch Ted Lasso. That's from Brian. We I also got to watch Letter Kinney. Letter Kinney. Yeah, Jeff it's told me that. Hulu. Yeah, I got to watch that. Um, also, uh, R.I.P. to a Lorient groundsman. Did you hear about this? No. Lorient. I don't know what their name is. Lorient. It was in the French leagues. Uh, yeah, F.C. Lorient groundsman. Uh, Tragically died after a floodlight bar fell on him in a freak accident after a league uh, club defeat to Rennes. Uh, he was working as a groundsman, and yeah, the floodlight bar just fell. And 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 you know, I feel really bad. Few guys got injured. Uh, then the man was identified as. Why are you laughing? The I'm man not was identified as Johan. You're uh, laughing. Was rushed to the Scorf Hospital. So that's a really that's rough. That's a bad way to go. No. Any comment from Arie? No. Okay, so we'll move on. Um, yeah, I, you know that that, that really that's was, like Final Destination. It is. No, it really is. It, it's straight out. of If film. you've seen the movie, it's a good movie. You feel bad. I think Older. he was volunteering, so I feel really bad for uh, Johan. Uh, I wish <laughs> they'd give his real like name. That. That's what it says here. They that should, is his real name. I know, but they should have given his whole name. They can't just say man was identified as Johan. <laughs> that's like these Brazilians that come in with one name. You know, Fred. We used to make fun of that. I don't think he he was probably getting paid. I mean, no, he was volunteering at the time because of COVID. They couldn't pay the people, so he was volunteering. Oh, league league inside can't afford a groundskeeper, bro. He was helping out. Yeah, maybe they. Oh, it's also give his wages to them. I think so. He needs to stop paying a fucking dinosaur. Honestly, if you're a club and you can't afford groundskeepers, bro, fuck that. You shouldn't be a fucking. Yeah, I mean, they. I'm hoping they are helping his family out because that is. Rough. Well, I mean, obviously rough. they're not if they can't even fucking pay him. Well, I mean, at now after the fact, for sure they should be hopefully helping. Um, our player of the week results are in, and the winner. R.I.P. Johan. Sixty nine percent. Jack Harrison. So that's nice. Good to him. see Jack go up top. Rashford had twenty one percent. McGoldrick had ten, and Martial had zero percent. Oh, I thought I voted for Tony. Apparently you didn't, because out of all, and there were a decent amount of votes. No, I voted for Jack Harrison because yeah, he's a I, Liverpool fan. I was going to say, I would have thought I like Jack, Jack Harrison. Harrison. So there's uh, there's that poll result. He's, yeah, he's a fucking stud, man. I like Jack Harrison. Uh, and since we are also RIP the fantasy corner. So since we're getting rid of it, because we just, there were no interactions. There weren't many people talking. Uh, but I will, we will bring up this week's, you know, possible players of the week. Um, the people that are in for this week's. You have the app? Yeah. The fantasy, yeah, in case I can't update. <laughs> so this week's Players of the Week, Scott McTominay had a big day, two goals and an assist. Bruno Fernandez is also up for Player of the Week. Cristiano El Ghazi. He'll get my vote. And Roberto Firmino is also up for it. So Ooh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. So we'll see who wins this week, guys. Again, you can go vote on at the footy corner to uh, Mount Rushmore results. All right. They're in uh, with 56% in our high, most – Highly contested in terms of votes. Uh, Shout out Sam. Yeah. For yeah, probably bringing in all those votes. I had 56% with my team of Real Madrid, Barcelona, Borussia Dortmund, and Ajax. Which aren't really your teams. But you it's had, okay. well, again, well, the rules were just to pick teams, right? Uh, you had 24%, and Sam had 20%. You had. Uh, what do you mean? I think me and Sam both stuck to it ourselves. You and you went off Brian, and chose. Well, you guys took my teams. You went off and chose Real Madrid, bro. You guys took my teams. You don't like Real Madrid. You took Fire. You took Bayern Munich. What am right, I Right, but what I'm, am I'm not. I'm not over here picking. 
I'm over here picking fucking Juventus. No one Juventus. picked Juventus. I'm not a Juventus. No one picked Juventus. Right, but I'm not going to cater to Ronaldo fanboys. Well, again, what did I say when I made the pick? You catered. Weren't you there? Weren't okay. you there? It's a fraud there. win. It's a fraud right. win. It's A win's a win. All right, if you, I have a question for you. I won. You picked Real Madrid, Barcelona, Borussia Dortmund, and Ajax. Yeah. So if it wasn't for the fire, Arsenal, and Bayern Munich, if there was another team you would support, who would it be? Well, I'd forgotten. See, you picked Slutsk after I went, so Energetic BGU would have been my team. You're forgetting a team that I forgot as well, and I would totally replace LAFC for him. Purse Police. Yeah, but I've never seen them play. I've never actually watched an FC Sluts game. Oh, I actually did tune into Energetic, <laughs> mate. I got really desperate, and I watched like the the Belarusian League. I've mate, watched, it we, was no, I've actually watched Purse Police before. It looked like a Wheatland game. I've watched Purse Police before. Yeah, well, I thought remember about I used them. to stay I really up late. Did. I did, but again, I sold myself. I I you had Munich. I have their jersey. AC Milan, LAFC, and Slutsk. And uh, Barcelona Sam had Fire, Celtic, Ford, Madison, and Cruz Azul. Um, <clears throat> Brian, no one picked CS Emelec. Fuck off. I'm not voting for any of you clowns. Just kidding. He gave, he gave you the vote yeah. for Bayern and Milan. Shout out to Celtic and Ajax, though. Sam said too many trophy ch- too much trophy chasing going around here. Shaking my damn head. Not you too, Brian. He said also, damn, damn getting smoked over here. Shocked about the lack of respect for Cruz Azul. Shocked. Um as someone respond with the flamingos. Yeah, F- uh, FPL Zisu uh, at FPL Zisu just puts flamingos for forward Madison. And I said, I sold my soul to the devil and do not regret it. And you called me a Judas. <laughs> so uh, that's where we stand right now. Well, it is. And we're going to do a quick round. No, 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 no. There's none this No week. votes. No votes. We, we'll just right now. No, there is African none. countries. No, there is none. <laughs> African no, countries. There, mate, we, there is none this week. There Why? is none. Because we are having another recording in a few days. We'll do one then. Well, why Remember, don't we we're just – we're, we're never going to do African countries. Why we, we can do it now? in four days. Everyone can – My it. number one pick is Egypt. Why are we doing it – Egypt is, is my number one pick. Your head's are your head's gone. Listen, Who's your number one know. pick? No Gabon? No. We're going, wow. We're moving on. That's we, disrespectful. We are not doing – we said we aren't doing a Mount Rushmore this week. We told the people at the beginning of the show that right. we will do a Mount Rushmore. We could Rushmore. just do a uh, one-minute Mount Rushmore. Nope. You're choosing not to. No. There's no one-minute Mount – why would – why would we do African countries? <laughs> what like wh- why? All right, bro. Why are you hating on Africa? I'm not hating on Africa. I just don't understand why we're all of a sudden doing African countries. And you pulled up a map on your phone of Africa. <laughs> That's bananas. Okay, we're gonna move on. Wow. To something you should. We could do winning. this in a minute. Again, we're gonna move on all to right. something that you should you could potentially win, which is a nonce of the week. But we have our winners from last week. Wow. And it's Pornhub. You're nuts. Pornhub is the nonce of the week for canceling a lot of all the porn. Granite Shaka got second. Benteke and Calf had zero percent. Kind of going off topic. You seem like an X videos guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm right or no, am I wrong? No, I I meander <laughs> between the, the few. Like if I've seen a lot on one site and I, it's saturated, then I <laughs> go elsewhere. Okay. So um, let's go to this week's. <laughs> On that note, not <laughs> so right the, am I? Nonce of the week. You are a nonce, You're a nonce, mate. All right. Uh, We're ex-hamster, but you're ex guy. Okay. This week, um, we have... Actually, it's... it's. You know what? This might be the week that, for the most part, 
it's like soccer related stuff. It's not like super racist people, this and that. Um, there are some, there are other things that happen, but Steve sent us the suggestion of, uh, Dejan Lovren. I don't know if some of you have seen it. Uh, he was playing in a match for Zenit and he chested the ball past his own goalie. Like, you know, you could go to chest it to your goalie. Goalie's in full stretch. Does not save it. Uh, ball goes in. And a lot of people on Twitter really got on. You know, I, I'm shocked you hadn't seen it on Liverpool Twitter. Had you seen the own goal on Liverpool Twitter? No. I haven't been on Liverpool Twitter um, recently, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's that. Uh, Dejan Larvin scoring an own goal with his chest. Then there was uh, Memo Ochoa or Guillermo Ochoa of um, This guy's Club, a fucking fraud. Yeah. Club America. He gets if in and in, in our internal posted, but he basically, in a sense, uh, gets was it he got knocked down? I, I'm trying to remember the play better. Um, do you do you, do you want to butt in here? And, and I'm not? trying to think of what it was, <laughs> but he's just a fucking idiot. So I'm trying. He, to he faked who, an injury. He faked the uh, right. Oh, so I'm trying so. to think who did it first. It was the other guy that that went down right, and then because he knocked the other guy down. Wasn't that it? And then when the guy gets up, because then he went to talk to the guy in his face. Yeah, I think he said, he probably said some dirty shit. But as the guy was getting up, the LAFC player, I think, I don't know if he touched him even, but Ochoa goes flying like he had been headbutted. And he like rolled around. The guy in LAFC gets a red card. And, um, you know, just go look, go look at the posting of it. Uh, Ochoa does not get sent off. So LAFC plays the match a man down. And wins. Come back and win. So Memo Ochoa, um, and, and as if you didn't have enough motivation not to like him as, an, as a U.S. fan, there it is, right? Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, we have Dwayne Haskins, your boy. My boy. Uh, has been stripped of the captaincy of the Washington football team because he was partying maskless at a strip club. Uh, what is your thought on Dwayne Haskins? You, th- you think he's mailed it in, right? Yeah. I, uh, I think he's a great football player, but I think he's being wasted where he is. Okay. And you think he just doesn't care about being there anymore, and and that's that. But they have also, a shot at the division. Also, if you're single and your homie wants to take you up and go to a strip club, and you got fuck you money, just do it. <laughs> what? What? If the strip club's open, yeah. But I mean, you're a, your team's going for the division this late in the season. He's not starting. If he I'm not starting this week, oh, they had they actually had to appeal and get like a so he doesn't get suspended by the NFL and said that they find him. Because Alex Smith is injured. So Dwayne Haskins is back, and they're fighting for a playoff spot. This man is very, very out of control, if you ask me. Well, I mean, would I still do it? I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what the people think. And then there's Alvaro Morata, Your who boy. many of us know from his Premier League days with Chelsea. Uh, he, he got a pass from Ronaldo and had an open net, attempted a back heel in Balotelli-esque fashion. Not quite as bad. Misses the whole net. Again, we'll po- uh, the intern will post all these. So we have Lovren chesting it in his own goal, uh, Memo Ochoa for shithousery and causing a red card to LAFC when there shouldn't have been one, Dwayne Haskins for partying maskless at a strip club, and uh, Alvaro Morata for a terror miss uh, against Atalanta. So who's your pick? My pick is terror miss Atalanta. Okay, so it's Morata. Morata. Atlanta, Atalanta. Just because over it gets an accumulation. 
Because I been, just think he's the most overrated player I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I I actually would not disagree with that. Uh, so I don't know if it's more so that incident or just me just really just saying fuck Alvaro Morata. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna go with Memo Ochoa just because as a U.S. fan, I didn't like him too much in the first place. Now I really have a reason not to like him. I mean, you could kind of get you could kind of see like, oh, he's not that terrible of a person, but now he is. Now he is. Their manager got fired. The fat guy, Miguel Herrera, got fired. Um, he got into a fight with Ante Razov. Bananas. It was, it was wild. Um, he used to be my favorite player. Yeah. So, with that said, shall we go to the final segment? Yeah. Let's go to the gambling corner. Another bad week. Another bad week. We both lost 10 bucks. I lost five. I bet 10 bucks? Yeah, on Tottenham. You said, fuck it, I'm going dead on Tottenham. And I put five on Newcastle against Fulham. They didn't do it. I put five on Tottenham. They didn't do it. And we're the only people that bet this week. So we lost 10 bucks. Uh, I still stay in first at plus 1749. Steve's in second at plus 207. You're now at negative 1346 in third. Trevor's in fourth at negative 2103. Brian's in fifth at negative 3695. It's been a tough year. A lot of negatives. So I'm do you want me to, to go I'm first? About, I'm about to hop into first after this week. Do you want me to go first? I have, or do I have a walk. Do you want to go or do you want me to go? You go first. All right. I have three picks for you guys this week. Two teams have the exact same odds. I got Southampton plus 128 to win their match. They're playing against Fulham. Three bucks to win 384. Then I have Man U at plus 128 uh, against Leicester. I'm going with it. Three to win 384. Same as Southampton. And then I'm going with an Everton-Liverpool parlay, the Merseyside parlay. That comes in at plus 112 if you take both of them together. Everton plays Sheffield. Liverpool plays West Brom. But Liverpool's a minus 800. Yeah. So I threw that in with Everton. Get plus 112. $4 to win 447. I'm playing. You remember we talked about this. I'm so far ahead. I should just play smooth and steady. And then I don't have to take risks quite yet. So how about you? All right. This is my lock, and I'm doing this in real life. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it. Southampton is playing Fulham at plus 128. Mm-hmm. This is a parlay. Okay. West Ham is, is at home against Brighton at plus 135. Okay. And Wolves are at Tottenham, and Tottenham winning is at plus 112. Wow. This is a wild parlay. In total... This is a plus one thousand thirty-six. Okay. We're putting ten bucks. To You're win putting all ten on it. Ten dollars to win one hundred and three dollars and fifty-nine cents. What? It's gonna happen. And when I win, I'm making sure. I mean, when I win, we're gonna cut this clip that Southampton, West Ham, and Tottenham are all gonna win and win me a little bit over a hundred dollars. Okay. And I will be known as the guru when it happens. You will. Okay. We'll see. And I won't have to make a bet the rest of the gambling corner because no one will ever have match me. You're going to take the rest of it off if that I happens. might have to. Okay. And that's how that's the mic drop. <laughs> okay. Then I'll, I'll find a way to chip away at you then. You're not. All right. You're already going to lose money on your you're gonna, part this, bet right now. You're going to lose your money on Mate, this. You're betting Manchester against Leicester City? You're picking Tottenham over Wolves. Yeah, I am. Tottenham's in third. Brighton's a tricky side. They're playing West Ham, mate. The only one I like here for sure is Southampton because I picked them. 
Well, I don't like your picks. All right. We'll see what happens. Everyone else, Your please. little Merseyside Derby thing gets you two bucks. 447, mind you. But uh, That's child's play well, compared hey, to what I'm making over here, bro. You can't go for the home run every time. Like. I'm making diamonds. You're making you're making pennies. Well, my pennies are adding up, and you're, you're missed making of diamonds, putting too so much pressure. So next episode, if this hits, I'm going to add on to it. If this hits... Who's what? You have to make Miguel and Tony your Twitter picture for a week. Okay. If your parlay hits, yeah. I'm Mikel Antonio for one week. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Oh, it's got to be a picture. Also, I want to say before we go off, Brian, you're on watch, mate. Timo Werner only has three goals. We might have to videotape you taking a Lord shot. Is it one or two? Was, th- it, was it just one shot? Just has to tape it? It's one, yeah. Brian, let us know. Please remind us. Um, the fact that he has to buy a bottle of Malort is going to be so degrading. <laughs> Are there shooters of it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll get it from just so he's not – well, we'll find a small one. I'm sure we can find a shooter at a Binny's here. Probably not where not, – not around him. I've, I've, I've experimented with shooters around here. It's tough to find a Malort one. Yeah, but I don't Can't know. Can't say I've seen one. I don't even think you can find Malort in Indiana, period, mate. It's probably tough. Think so? I don't know. That's my that's my thought. Was my it thoughts. not in West Lafayette? I I never had it in college. Oh, I've only had it once ever myself. So, unfortunately, I can't say this. We thing. should make a bet where I should be forced to have because I haven't really had it. So shit. Yeah. Um. Anything else to add? Because we'll be on again not too long from now. Shout out Jesus. It's his birthday. Okay. So quick shout out Jesus. Uh huh. Um. Anyone you want to shout out? Not particularly today, no. Man, shout out Taco Bell. There you go. You really fucked up your order. It's okay. That's yeah. the least of my concerns. Well, it's good stuff. Yeah. All right, with that said, let's give it to the manager who has only lost one out of his first 21 games at his new club, which just just twists the knife, twisting the knife. Unai Emery. Aloha. Love you guys. And fuck Aaron Rodgers. Thank you. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. Good evening.